0: i've been wanting to talk to diane for a while her story is so similar to my own mother's i still need answers why does she lie why can't she stop when i first reached out to diane for an interview she wasn't ready just getting through the day was
1: tough i was crying every day i was sick i had a feeling that it was too good to be true the heartache was too much for diane Even the beatings I took in my relationship, my first marriage, it couldn't compare to that.
0: Diane still has bad days, but she's getting stronger. A few weeks ago, I got a message. She was ready to tell her story and answer my questions. My name is April, and a scumbag took $200,000 from my sick mother. I set out on the podcast journey to find answers and to help educate others. Diane's story, I think, begins with her childhood. She grew up in an honest home with loving parents.
1: Well, I grew up in a family that we attended church every Sunday. After church, we ate our meal, and we went over to see my mom's mother, my grandmother, every Sunday. And I grew up with with great morals. I mean, it's an honor to have had my parents that. Raised me, it was an honor. At, when I was little, I didn't think so.
0: <laughs> she became an adult and went into a field that helps others. I think this is another ingredient in her future as a scam
1: victim. I did private home care for thirty-three years. You don't think of it as work. You think you're helping them. I loved it. I'll be honest to God. I I loved it.
0: Okay, you were married when you were eighteen, right?
1: Married almost twenty years. The first time? Yeah, the first time. That was the kid's dad.
0: That was a little rough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, It was a domestic life for many, many years. And everybody thinks, well, why did you stay there? Where are you going to take three little babies? My mom said you made your bed. Now you must lay in it.
0: But you ended up in the hospital, right?
1: Yeah, I did. The last meeting I took. That was very bad. I had the deputy sheriff, he sat by my bedside all night, you know, in a chair there by me, and he kept saying, when are you going to tell me who did this to you? I said, I can't tell you. I'll be in trouble. Well, my daughter ended up telling him, and he talked me into pressing charges, and I wasn't going to, which is typical. And what were your injuries? He hit me with his fist. He weighed about 250. I weighed about 115. And he hit me in the side of my head, probably. I know of at least 10 times I could see lights flickering.
0: Well, how did you finally get out?
1: <sighs> my kids got old enough to be able to take care of themselves. They were teenagers. And I just finally walked out, looked over my shoulder for many years. I mean, he set my clothes on fire and Okay, and then how long
0: until you met your second husband?
1: Maybe two and a half years. And I met him at the bowling alley with some friends. They introduced me, and and he was a good man. He just passed away a couple months ago. But I had one that beat me, and then I had my second that uh, wouldn't share me with anyone. I really didn't go anywhere, (laughs) you know? I don't know how to pick my man.
0: So then a man reached out to you on Facebook, right?
1: Yeah, he did. And that was a year ago, May the 3rd. I didn't know about this. To be honest, I really didn't. I hadn't heard of it. I didn't know what a scammer was. I just assumed that he saw my picture and my profile and he wanted to talk. Well, that led to almost a year of talking to him. And I just had to get away from it because mentally, I just I couldn't handle it anymore. I was crying every day. I was sick. I had a feeling that it was too good to be true. I mean, what would a 47 year old man want with a 70 year old woman at that time, you know? But I'm like all the other women. You get so lonely, and everyone enjoys hearing a compliment. But when they say age is only a number, run. <laughs> run. Because <laughs> it isn't. It's not just a number. I think it's. Very hard to put the words out there to maybe even explain our feelings. I would have lied to anybody. I never told anybody about him. But Diane's big secret
0: wouldn't be a secret much longer. Her scammer made a mistake for all of her young relatives' eyes to see. Her scammer posted a comment on Facebook.
1: Well, both nieces happened to see it on Facebook and they called my daughter and said they was worried and concerned about me and. That kind of opened a can of worms. I really did think it cared. And what was his story again? He told me that he was a Marine deployed to Nigeria, 47 years old, and had a little son. I really fell. I really did. I I, I fell in love almost immediately. I mean, he's so polite and all the right words.
0: His constant attention, compliments, and pictures of his
1: adorable little child grabbed Diane quickly. I just I knew it, I had a feeling the whole time. Isn't this just a little too good to be true, Diane? <laughs> but I really honest, I didn't want to admit that. I thought why would I possibly ruin a nice relationship with someone? I just didn't want to take that chance. And then not too long ago he um texted me And said he was wounded on patrol and that he needed $25,000 to get a surgery done on his arm. How does a person come up with that kind of money? I live on a fixed income. Every month I live by my budget. So what did your daughter say when she confronted you? Oh, she was very mad at me. She said, Mom, I've been wanting you to go out and go places but for some reason, I didn't want to be exposed outside of my house. You know, I wanted to be here where I could talk to him and be convenient. I couldn't tell her that. I mean, she ended up finding it out, though. Very upset. She said, Mom, why couldn't you date someone here that you can see? Someone in our own country. It's a very, it's a, the worst kind of hurt there can be.
0: I can only assume that Diane's daughter felt like me when I was trying to get through to my mom. I didn't realize the emotional grip. Like me, Diane started to get answers on an anti-scammer Facebook page.
1: I, I know how these other women feel, and they know how I feel. And there's also men. There's a lot of women scammers out there, and those people are fantastic, although I don't go on and like I was going on it because it's depressing. Everyone is in a predicament emotionally, but I would go on and I would, I I couldn't handle it.
0: We talked about the reasons you feel like this might've happened to you. One, like you said, you were isolated and two, you've got some health issues.
1: I do. Um, I have an immune disorder where my body is attacking my liver. And I've had some very hard times this summer, and I'm trying my best to overcome it. But boy, there's times I just, I have to let go. I can't, I just can't do it. I've always been able to just pick myself up, talk to myself and kind of go on, you know, couldn't do it with this. And why was it harder? I mean, you were able to break free of a
0: violent relationship. Why is this hard for a woman that strong?
1: Ah, The living in a domestic violence atmosphere, you're constantly on eggshells because you're afraid you're going to say something to trigger something, but you can't leave because you have children. You need to protect them. And then you think if they love me, they wouldn't be doing this. It's my husband that I trusted, but this, I don't know. I, it seems so, so real, more than real. I kind of wonder, April, if I was, I, I almost think I was under a spell. I didn't feel like me. I couldn't think. I couldn't focus. All I could think about was him all day long. I'd wake up at night. I have never experienced that before.
0: So what made you realize that this wasn't real?
1: I had a friend on the group that I'm in and he come on one night and he told me, he says, I don't want to burst your bubble. But he says, Diane, he said, we have no soldiers in Nigeria, but I still wouldn't give up. I think I knew it for a long time. So silly, not willing to face reality. Then I've looked and looked and I have never found who the scammer is. I know you ask me why would I want to see a picture of him? Closure. I think I would like to tell him how I really feel. <laughs> it doesn't sound very Christian, does it?
0: I think you deserve that, <laughs> at the very least. You know, scammers, listen to this podcast.
1: So here you go, scammers who are listening. You're about to get an earful. How can anyone I was raised? I knew better than to lie. My mom always said, if you lie to me, you'll steal from me. How can these scammers scam someone, lie to them, steal their money, and not care a thing about them? Don't they have a heart? Apparently, they don't have a heart. I know they don't have a conscience. God spare them's all I can say, because I feel like they will be punished. Scam victims
0: are watching very closely with what's happening with the scamming world and the lack of response from the government.
1: The government needs to crack down. I know Nigeria is really, really standing up. They're raiding these places. These are like a warehouse. Hundreds of people sitting with a laptop all day long and all night. And that's all they do scam people. I mean, they're becoming filthy rich off of American people and they laugh. They think Americans are stupid. I can't say I'm stupid, but I assure the world didn't. I didn't realize I could do something like that, that I could fall for something so wrong.
0: You did eventually admit who you were talking to, to your daughter. And how's that
1: going now? Real well. She called me tonight. I don't know. I I just, I feel weak. It's not easy. And I know I've read that there was one lady who took her own life over this. Did you
0: ever think about taking your own life? Did it ever get to that point for you?
1: Yeah, it did But I have two little great-grandchildren Who love me to death And I love them They're two of the cutest little things And I made up my mind Nobody is worth dying over Nobody And I just keep telling myself I'm not doing it I need to be strong. I need to play with these little kids. I'm trying to teach them. I don't know how many years I have left or whatever I have. I'm not gonna give myself up for somebody that's a liar. But I have thought of it. I I just thought it might be the might be the solution, an easy way out. Because you
0: were hurting so bad emotionally, it hurt really, really <clears throat>
1: bad real bad. The worst kind of hurt I've ever experienced. Even the beatings I took in my relationship, my first marriage, it couldn't compare to that. I think it was just because it was so emotionally draining. When somebody beats somebody, that heals up in time. I think when it's an emotional, it's different. I think because it's so inside of you, you know, you just, you trust it. And more or less, they steal you. I think they take your well-being. They take everything. Block them. If you don't know them, first of all, don't befriend them. They'll, They'll tell you anything. Block them. Report them. I know people don't think that that really means a lot. But I'm sincere, it does. It gives their government something to go by.
0: So what was the last thing you said to him? you remember how you shut it down? Did you tell him you you knew he
1: wasn't real? I did. I want somebody. I want to go and I want to meet someone face-to-face to to be able to go out and have a nice meal or go to a movie, be able to see them.
0: You and I, we've been talking on Facebook for months and... The last time we talked, you kind of went into it a little bit. We talked about my mom and how she wasn't honest with me. And you kind of went into that a little bit. Describe that for
1: people. <sighs> I absolutely did not want my family to know that I was talking to someone in love with someone that I have never seen. I was um, embarrassed. I'd lie. I'd tell anybody anything just to... You know, not to have to admit to anything. I didn't want to admit that I was being used. They prey on people like me older person, divorced, lonely.
0: And like you pointed out the other day, too, you know, you said you were thinking, well, I'm not hurting anybody.
1: I felt as though I'm an adult. I don't have to tell my kids what I'm doing, it's my business. Well, in a sense of speaking, it is. But your family, the ones who
0: care about you on every birthday and holiday, every time your job is in jeopardy, you get into a car accident, you're hospitalized, you know, the people who show up in person, if they suddenly turn into the enemy because of someone you're talking to
1: online, that's a problem. But your family, when somebody knows that you're doing this, just like you with your mom, you are concerned. You're not meddling. In her affairs, you know that she's being used, that this person isn't honest. You don't want to see your mother hurt. It's love. I mean, you love your mom. And I think it's a way with all of us. We don't want to admit that we're being used. I guess I felt like I could care less. It was good, and I didn't mind being used. They do this all the time. I mean, they they use all kinds of different people's pictures. Probably 80% of them are military pictures. Diane also knows a little bit about the
0: other ugly side of scamming.
1: A guy that I had talked to a few years back, he died in in a motorcycle accident here this past June. And that guy's still scamming people with his picture. And the man is dead and he's got a little girl, and he still, he laughs, he thinks it's funny that he's got this picture of Rob Stevens, and he's cheating people. There was another clue, a theme I'm
0: finding common among the scam victims I speak to here on the podcast. They're sports fans, and you better know your football facts.
1: Didn't you ask him about a football player? I love New England Patriots. They played last night, and we kicked butt. Super good game. I like Tom Brady. Fantastic. And I mentioned to my scammer, Do you ever watch NFL, any football? What do you do? Have any sports? Oh, he says, I never get time to do anything. I'm always gone from home. I'm in another country. I'm stationed somewhere. And I said, Have you ever heard of a quarterback and his name is Tom Brady? No. And I right now text back and said, then you are not an American. Everybody knows Tom Brady. Diane gave me a lot of insight
0: into what's going on inside my mother's mind. I hope she helped you too. Here's what I run into all the time when people find out my mom is being scammed. I get the list of things I should do or say that could remedy the problem. People just don't understand. None of those suggestions work. I've tried. I don't even like talking about it now, even with people inside my circle. Some react by calling her names. Um, That's my mom. So rude. Hey, remember Jules from season three, episode four? She's the victim who traveled from Hong Kong to the UK to meet her scammer in person. I told you she was starting her own podcast. The first episode is out. Here's the trailer.
2: Little Red Riding Hood was told by her mother to bring a basket of food to her sick grandmother. Her mother warns her that the woods are dangerous and tells her to make sure she stays on the path she knows. Along the way, Little Red comes across a wolf. And since she's never seen a wolf before, she doesn't know to be careful. Fool Me Twice follows the story of my mother, Jules Hannaford, and her attempts to find love online. I'm Zara Hannaford, and in this series, I'm trying to understand romance scams, why people fall for them, and how they work. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. My mother was successful and happy in her life and her job, but was still lonely. After being single for more than a decade, she turned to online dating as a last resort. At first, it seemed she was consistently meeting men who were not good enough. One after the other, they seemed to only want her for her money, and she was beginning to lose hope. Finally, she met a man who had his life together. Truman was a project manager at a construction firm and seemed as excited as Jules was about the possibility of building a life with someone special. She travelled across the world to meet him, and as soon as she landed, the fairy tale began to unravel. All was not as it seemed. Everything inside me was screaming I had to get out now, but I knew that if I woke him up it would be all over. Strangely, it was in the dark that I was able to see it all clearly. This man had been manipulating me, conning me out of my money, and I'd fallen for a hook, line and sinker. This podcast is an exploration of the ugly side of online dating. A Romance Scam is a concerted effort by an individual to engage in a relationship that develops eventually to be able to generate a financial return. I was feeling so sick with fear that I knew I had to leave, run, and try and save what I could of my money and my dignity. My mother realized that she was far from alone in this. There were other scam victims all over the world who had stories that were strangely similar to hers.
1: It was all different reasons why he needed all these fees. Anyway, I ended up paying up to $40,000. And my daughter was like, mom, you have to confront him. Just block him, change your number. And I'm like, no, I can't.
2: As I got deeper into investigating this strange world of deception and false identities, I began to learn new words to describe what was going on. The term catfishing refers to the act of using social media and internet and other means of non-one-to-one communication in order to create an alternate persona for primary or secondary gain. Brian Denny is a retired military officer whose name and image have been used hundreds of times in fake profiles. So, it was chilling. The first
1: time I did a search on Facebook of just my name and saw double digits of accounts with my pictures.
2: And, incredibly, Jules was able to find and interview a real scammer from Ghana. She asks him whether he ever develops feelings for his victims.
0: Sometimes you have feelings, sometimes Business
2: Fool Me Twice, a true crime podcast, will be released on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the OzCast Network on the 25th of October. Subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. So go check out Fool Me
0: Twice when you get a chance. Until next time, scammer warriors.